the issues on the southern border may very well be an issue with us as Americans rather than with those coming to the border. Time for Bible Talk with Pastor Paul, where we take current issues and we look at them from a biblical perspective. Sometimes we get back what we put out there. Some call it karma. Uh, Some call it a law of attraction. The Bible calls it uh, casting your bread on the water and having what you cast out there coming back to you. Or like Jesus said, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. You, You put violence and fights for power out there as your protection you you draw violence to yourself. And so I believe that a lot of our problems at the border are we can't find a solution when solutions should be fairly easier than they are. But I think a lot of it is because we've chosen to demonize rather than look for solutions, politicize rather than look for solutions. The thing that many of my right-winger friends forget is a big part of the issue at the border is that we invited illegal, what what called illegal immigration at the time, because we needed the laborers for our fields because we all wanted to have cheap, inexpensive uh, groceries. And so we have, we, we brought this problem because our farmers and many of our labor jobs, we wanted to have these workers that come across the border illegally, as we called it. We promised that we would turn our back so that they could come over here and we could treat them very poorly and pay them very poorly as, uh, as uh, you know, workers. And that was our way of, of uh, treating this for many, many years. And now we refuse to acknowledge that that has been the way we have acted towards the border for many, many years. And particularly when you're talking about DACA dreamers, those are children that were born here because we invited them to come. This is way beyond cheap labor. Explain that to me because you've bought the right-wing narrative of who's coming across the border. Well, let me let me play a, a TikTok video that I put together today about this and some really crazy flaming liberals talking about the border. And you won't be able to see this on TikTok. You'll just be able to hear it. And on YouTube and Facebook, you'll be able to see it. But I'll uh, I'll tell you what's going on. Maybe our problems at America's southern border is because we've forgotten the laws of the Bible. Don't believe me? Listen to these flaming liberals. I think that we haven't been sensitive enough to our size. Ronald Reagan. Rather than talking about putting up a fence, why don't we make it possible for them to come here legally with a work permit and they pay taxes here and when they go on to go back they can go back and they can cross and open the border both ways i'd like to see something done about the illegal alien problem that would be so sensitive and so understanding about labor needs and human needs that that problem wouldn't come up with as we have kind of made illegal some kinds of labor that i'd like to see legal we're creating a whole society of really honorable, decent, family-loving people that are in violation of the law. Wow. 
So that's flaming liberals, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan saying, we should not be building a fence or a wall. We should actually be working with our Southern neighbor to bring the laborers here legally through a, a work uh, a work voucher program. And then uh, George Herbert Walker Bush agreed with him and said, these are good people that are coming across the border. And I really believe that if we, instead of living in right-wing media propaganda created fear and came at this from a question of humanity and caring for people, solutions would come. And part of that is this uh, very uh, flaming liberal book called The Bible, which Christians used to care about. So user 459 says keyword legally. We don't provide a way for anybody to easily come legally and do labor in America. That doesn't exist. You're living in a dream world, brother. And uh, so, yes, uh, that, that situation doesn't exist. Uh, all of the Republicans who were for that got destroyed for being for that idea in the 2016 election. So don't be a hypocrite or ignorant is, is a really important thing. So listen to this really liberal book. It's called The Bible. And listen to what it says. Do not mistreat foreigners. Treat them as you would someone from your own nation and love them as you love yourselves. Remember that you were once foreigners in the land of Egypt. Wow. What liberal book is this? Was this written by Nancy Pelosi? Oh, no, this is the Bible we're reading here. Numbers 15, 16. I am the Lord, and I consider all people the same, whether they are Israelites or foreigners living among you. Wow. Woke. This book is woke. We need to ban this from our school libraries, this woke book. Isaiah 58.10, if you give food to the hungry and satisfy those who are in need, then the darkness around you will turn to brightness of noon. This is, this is what I'm saying. This is the law. You're going to get back as long as we want to demonize uh, people are, are on this border issue and, and let uh, right-wing propaganda saying they're coming to take away your jobs, they're coming to kill your children, then what we get is darkness coming out of our attempts to make it a better place. Uh, Hebrews 13, 2, remember to welcome strangers in your homes. They were, there were some that did that and welcomed angels without knowing it. And uh, Luke 3, 11 says, whoever has two shirts must give one to the man who has none, and whoever has food must share it. And then, of course, there is uh, the verse in Matthew that says, do unto others as you would have them do to you. You know, that verse said, you were once foreigners in a foreign land. And if you are of Euro-Caucasian descent or just about everybody else who lives in America, somebody in your family line came here as a foreigner. And when your heart begins to say, well, I want to raise the bar behind me and make it much harder for others to come, um, that's when it becomes very difficult with hard-heartedness like that to find reasonable human solutions. So. 
and you see, you know, Christians and right wingers on the comments on TikTok, all they can do is like insult my appearance or say you're delusional there because there's no real thought other than what is fed to them by their church and their right wing media. And it's really sad. The Bible has over 2000 commands that say seek justice for the poor, the foreigner, the outcast or the marginalized, like the LGBTQ plus community or the non-Christian community and the or the widow, the economically disadvantaged. 2,000. The, the Bible has zero commands to ban abortion, 2,000 commands to do all those things. And look at where the focus of Christians are today. And let me tell you how this worked in the Bible. We have the story of Ruth and Boaz, which, which was, by the way, one of the most sexual stories in the Bible anywhere. And uh, when people are saying, ban, ban books from the Bible, um, uh, ban, ban books from schools because they're too sexual. Well, the Bible has w way more sex in it than just about any book that could be out there. And um, the story of Ruth and Boaz. So what's happening there? Uh, you know, Ruth, uh, her husband dies. Her brothers-in-law die, and so she and her and her uh, mother-in-law and sister-in-law are the only ones left in the family. Now, women had no access to the economic system at all in the country. It was a completely patriarchal society, so they had no way to live, except for the fact that uh, the Israelites at the time observed the laws of the Bible to take care of the foreigners and the poor, and so. Uh, when we talk about, uh, you know, hating taxes and all of this. So for a man like Boaz, uh, the community, they are, there were two community rules about taking care of the poor, other than kind of the ones we read. But uh, you were not allowed to harvest the edge of your property. You had to leave the crops on the edge of your property to make it easily accessible to foreigners, widows, those who didn't have economic opportunity to be able to eat. So uh, a wealthy person with a farm would not be allowed to harvest the edge of their property. And secondly, then when the gleaners were gleaning or the harvesters were harvesting, everything they dropped, once they picked up something out of the ground, when they dropped it, they were not allowed to pick it up. They had to leave it on the ground so that the foreigners and the widows and the economically disadvantaged could pick it up and eat. That was the model. It's a never-ending command in the Bible. We see the stories of people groups in the Bible over and over again, and particularly the Israelites, because they declared themselves godly, that when they forgot, we see this in Isaiah, in Jeremiah, in Amos, the, the old, uh, what, what Christians call the Old Testament, what we should call uh, the Tanakh, the Hebrew sacred scripture, you see it all the time that when the people forgot to take care of the poor, the foreigner, the marginalized and the economically disadvantaged, that is when judgment would come on the country. Not when they didn't ban abortion, not when they al allowed everybody to love whomever they loved. Those were not, we never see in the Bible that uh, th those being punishments of Israel and even Sodom and Gomorrah, we're told in the book of Ezekiel, the punishment was for a lack of hospitality. And what you see happening in that story is the, the men asking to rape 
or molest. Sorry, I hope TikTok doesn't kick me off for saying the word. But uh, they wanted to molest the angels, not have consensual um, same gender sexual sexuality with them. And so Ezekiel tells us, but what you do get punished for over and over and over and over in the Bible is forgetting the commands of God, their law to make sure and take care of the poor, the foreigner, the marginalized and the economically disadvantaged. And Jesus said, if you feed the hungry, clothe the naked, visit the prisoner in prison, I'm going to tell you a great job. And if you don't, I'm going to tell you, you don't get to come into the kingdom of heaven. Taking care of the poor, the foreigner, the marginalized, and the economically disadvantaged is the main teaching of the Bible. It's the thing that's mentioned over and over and over. Even Paul, uh, who Paul's writing, so I think have been either he wrote something very poorly or they've been the most corrupted parts of the Bible. Even Paul was consistently saying, have you taken care of the poor? It's in there 2,000 times. Yet, right-wing Christianity says, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Once the umbilical cord is cut, they don't give a damn about a baby. You're on your own, kid. And it is grieving to God. And so we're, we're like, when you really think about the border issue, you think, why is it this mess? I, I won't even go into how we've exploited the Central American countries and created economic conditions there that caused people to flee and a lot of bad things to happen. But for decades and decades and decades, we actively invited people to come across the border, turned our back while they came because we wanted cheap labor that we could treat very poorly because we called them illegals. And in the video I just played, Ronald Reagan and George H.W. Bush both said that is the wrong way to approach the border issue. I didn't, I didn't play all of the clips, you know, Reagan's, Reagan's, uh, you know, ongoing thing was we've got to make sure Mexico is healthy and in great shape economically. And while they're struggling, we allow, we, we provide employment for their people so that his big thing, so that Cuba doesn't come and destabilize the country. And yet today, it's the right-wing extremists who listen to the propaganda of right-wing media and right-wing politicians and would rather throw out hate to people coming across the border than say, I, I mean, I think we have every right to protect our border from bad people coming across. And I think we actually could do it if we figured out real solutions for how to monitor the border. And I think they're available, but because our heart is set to wanting to hate the people coming across the border 
and be uh, manipulated by fear rather than love. Remember, the Bible says perfect love casts out fear. And since we're allowing fear to direct what we do at the border, then important supernatural solutions don't come. Call it karma. Call it casting your bread on the water. Call it live by the sword, die by the sword. What you put out is what you draw to yourself. And when hatred and fear are how you're going to govern yourself in any area, and particularly in dealing with your neighbors, which Jesus' command was to love your neighbors, even if you consider them enemies, if you only love your own, he says, you're not doing anything special. Everybody loves their own. The true mark of a follower of Jesus is your ability to love those you call enemies. Listen to what the Bible says and what Jesus taught and how he lived. Love cast out fear. And the converse is true. Fear makes it impossible to love. And so when you hate people at the border, it becomes very hard to come up with a humane solution for human beings you depersonalize and dehumanize people in order to make yourself feel self-protected and self-righteous. But if you start to let your heart be softened, open yourself up to like, hey, maybe there's more to this story than what I'm being told, hearts begin to soften and solutions begin to come. So I bless you all in that, that you really do deep down want to love human beings. You have to be taught to hate them. Take care. We'll see you later. Love you guys.